listen. Just actively listen to the things that they're saying. And be very visual because sometimes um, what they're saying is not coming out verbally. You know, it's coming out through actions. It's coming out through body language and just be aware. And, um, and when they do come to you and say, this is what I want to do, you know, try to be supportive in every way. Even if it's something that you don't necessarily, um, believe in, or if it's something that you doesn't necessarily, uh, feel like they, they are going to pursue you know, 100%, you know, allow them that opportunity and, um, and then go from there. Hey family, welcome to the Living Her Truth podcast, where we have honest conversations about what it means to live a purpose-driven life. I am your host, Lakeisha Woodard from LakeishaWoodard.com, the place where women receive the tools necessary to feel seen, heard, and supported while pursuing their purpose. And now every week you'll learn those same tools through candid and transparent conversations. Hey family, welcome to another episode. I am so excited that you are here. I do not take it lightly that you decided to hit that play button and spend about an hour of your time with me. So with that being said, I want you to know that I am 100% invested in your self-awareness journey. So you better believe that your girl is going to show up every week with her A-game because I want to make sure that you have the tools that's necessary to live a more fulfilled, purpose-driven life because that's what it's all about, right? And so in order to really pursue our purpose, we have to get that foundation in, in order. We have to have a rock-solid foundation in order to you know, run towards our purpose or run within purpose, right? And so a part of that foundation is you know, your home life, the relationships that you have. Last week, we talked about marriage. We talked about how showing up in your marriage will literally help you, you know, get clear on your purpose and make it easier to take action, right? And so another very important relationship that we're going to talk about um, today is the relationship between parent and child. Because I know some parents out there are literally living vicariously through their child. And that's dangerous for two reasons. Number one, the parent is not pursuing their purpose. So that void that's in the world that that parent can fulfill is growing bigger and bigger and bigger. Then number two, the child is not left with room to grow, to explore um, their own aspirations. So their own purpose can automatically become clearer and clearer. They're not left with the autonomy to just master or even discover their natural talents and skills that's going to help them to pursue their purpose later down the road. So with that being said, I have two special guests with me on today. And we're going to talk about how not to live vicariously through our children, because it's important for you to show up and impact the world. And it's also important for your child to grow up into the person that will impact this world in a big way. And you know what? The child doesn't even necessarily have to grow up. Your child could be making an impact on this world right now at eight years old or even at 10 years old. 
Yeah, that's actually possible now that I'm sitting here and thinking about it because I'm going to sit down and talk to Haley Fields and her mom, Grace, and we're going to have a whole conversation about, you know, mother-daughter relationships in particular, but, you know, fathers, you can definitely pull away gems from this conversation. So if you're in a position where you can like sit down and grab pencil and, and paper, I encourage you to, to do so because this is going to be a conversation that you're going to want to come back and revisit because, you know, Miss Grace is going to drop some truth bombs. That's probably going to make a lot of parents really like stop and think and evaluate some things. And, you know, Haley, even though she's a young woman, Oh my God, she is so mature and well young, her years. So you're going to be able to learn from her as well. So let me not chat your ear off. Let me go ahead and introduce Haley. And so we can get into this conversation. Haley A. Fields is a 15-year-old entrepreneur and honor student that is in the 10th grade. Yes, I read that correctly but keep listening. Haley is a very intelligent and outgoing young lady with a vivid personality and a caring heart. Haley is highly self-motivated and display massive self-confidence. She dreams big and is dedicated to accomplishing her dreams through her demonstrated hard work ethic. Haley has a career as a professional actress and model. She has been modeling since the age of five years old and has walked in many runway events all around the United States, including the prestige stage, New York Fashion Week. Haley has Haley was featured in the high-proclaimed film Free State of Jones, as well as appeared as an extra on NCIS New Orleans and started in a commercial for Bright House Networks and can be seen in advertisement ads for Academy Sports and Outdoors. Haley has also been featured in several magazines and publications, including Texas Child Model Magazine, Avid Magazine, Incline Magazine, and Pose Calendar. Due to the love and passion that Haley has for the fashion, in acting industry, Haley decided in January 2016 to start her own lip gloss line, which she entitled Haley Kisses. The Haley Kisses lip gloss line officially launched in October 2016. Haley is not only the CEO of the company, but she also serves as the creative director. Haley is very hands-on with the lip gloss line and is already in the beginning stages of adding more aspects to the current products within the Haley Kisses lip gloss line. Sylvester Turner, the mayor of Houston, Texas, named October 15th Haley Fields Day through proclamation. Haley has won many awards for, and recognitions for her work as a kidpreneur, including the National Young Entrepreneur Award through IOTA Phi Lambda, Keon Henderson Ministries Entrepreneur Award, and a business scholarship from the business sorority, IOTA Phi Lambda. <sighs> This young lady's bio is even better than mine. <laughs> you guys sit back and relax, grab your pen and your paper and enjoy this conversation with me, Haley and her mom, Miss Grace. Haley and Miss Grace, thank you so much for saying yes to having this conversation with me today. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. <laughs> Absolutely. So I like to start off with every conversation, just talking about how I come to know the person I'm having a conversation with. And Haley and I actually met at the Buy Black Friday Marketplace here in Houston, Texas. A couple of years ago, we were vendors at the marketplace and I was there selling my book, my books and my t-shirts. And the way that the marketplace was set up, 
my table was a couple of tables behind Haley. So it was like her back was towards me. So I just saw this cute little, you know, teenage girl up talking around, talking to people, you know, didn't really know what she was selling. I was just like, oh, I'm about to go over there and check out the table. Mom was sitting there at the table too. I just figured that, you know, daughter was there helping mom out, right? I get over to the table and realize, wait a minute. No, Haley is the entrepreneur. It's the businesswoman over here. I was so, so, so impressed with Haley. Um, she has a cosmetics line. She has her own nonprofit. And now she's an author. Um, at the time, you hadn't written your book just yet, right? At the time, a couple of years ago. Yeah, so cosmetics line, had her own nonprofit. And I just sat there and talked to an amazing young lady, which is why I wanted to have her here on the podcast today. Her nonprofit covers sickle cell, which is something that hits home for me because my husband has sickle cell. That's something that I have shared on the show before. Uh, my husband has sickle cell, so that's something that we battle with. So the fact that this young girl, you know, young woman started a nonprofit for sickle cell, it just really like blew my mind. So from that point forward, um, I started following Haley across social media. And Miss Grace, I feel like I'm watching her grow up. <laughs> like she has grown up and done so much in these last couple of years. And I'm like man, I got to have her on the show because she can teach us grown women a thing or two, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So Haley, please start off telling us, you know, when did you get into entrepreneurship? Well, I got into it because I also see my mom's also an entrepreneur. So I see her work and hustle throughout her whole life and being the entrepreneur that she is. And I want to be able to do that for myself. And also I wanted to have a backup plan because I used to model, well, still model an app when I was four and five. And I wanted a backup plan because not a lot of models and, and actresses always work out in the future. So I always, I love getting my makeup done. So I was doing the research and I seen lip gloss because I, at the time I wasn't that tall. And most models are tall to do runway. So I wanted to have a backup plan for that. And so I was doing, when I was doing the research, lip gloss came up and then I got to do how do you make it. Then I went to the beauty supply, got the things. And my mom seen that I was putting a lot of work into it. So she invested in me and Haley Kisses came apart. Wow. You sound so mature and grown. Like, I don't even know grown folks that will really like break it down like that. Like, yes, I'm in the modeling business, but I know that, you know, this may not be a long term thing. So let me come up with a backup plan. Like, Miss Grace, you have to be so proud of Haley. Very proud. Yeah. And the fact that she looks at you for an example, that speaks a lot, you know, towards you as well. And just, you know, having self-awareness, because I think a lot of parents, mine's included, I'm not a parent yet. So I know my mom for sure. You know, um, I know a lot of parents, you know, beat themselves up about what it is they're, they're not showing or not doing for their child when in actuality, all you have to do for the most part is just be yourself. Because they're right. watching what it is that you're doing, and they're going to mimic that, the good and the bad. So if you're just embracing who you are, then you're literally showing your child how to do the same. And I think that's, this is a perfect example. Thank you. Yes, I never wanted her to have to leave out of the home to have a role model. And so therefore, 
what she sees is what she gets and she gets the 100 percent truth of reality over here so um there's no surprises she's being prepared and this is the way we live our life so she knows nothing but this that's awesome that's awesome. You know, I grew up in the projects right outside of Chicago and, you know, everything happened in the, in the ghetto, everything that you can imagine, gang violence, prostitution, all of that. And so when I left to go to college, I decided to be the role model for my sisters and brothers because we didn't have that. We just didn't have that. So the fact that you made it a point for your daughter to see a, a role model within the home, I think that's amazing. And I think that's something that a lot of parents strive to do and feel like they're failing at when all they have to do is just be themselves. Set a goal, whatever your goal is, whatever your vision is for your life, go after that, pursue that. And that's actually setting a role model for your child. So I think that's amazing. So how do you prevent yourself from losing yourself and losing your identity, you know, with supporting Haley because Haley has a lot of things going on like I mentioned before so how do you stay true to who you are because I know a lot of parents tend to live vicariously through their children well what I normally do is I have to get me time in mm. and so Although my schedule is pretty much surrounded by her schedule, but the time that I do have, I make sure that I go get massages. I make sure I go have drinks with friends. I make sure I travel with just me and my friends and not me, Haley, and friends. And so, you know, I have to put a balance there, even though it's more tilted on the end of her but I also have to make time for myself because if not, I would go insane. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that's hard to do sometimes. So do you, do you have like a calendar system or something like that? (laughs) (laughs) I look on my calendar and I see how full it is with her events. And then I just let my friends know that, Hey, I'm available on this day, this day, this day. Um, so Y'all going to schedule something? Can y'all please keep in mind that I'm only available at these times on these dates? And um, everybody's very supportive of it um, because they are supportive of Haley as well. And so um, we just work as a team. Everybody around me is my whole support team. And they make sure that I get out, you know, just like last night. And I was with Haley with her basketball game Thursday night, Friday night, all day Saturday from morning to evening. And my friend was like, no, you're going to have to get out and get at least two hours in of girlfriend time. And that's what we did. And I was back home early and it worked out. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I love the fact that you are honest with people and just letting them know, hey, I'm full. These are the days and the times. So please schedule something during these particular days and times. It's so crazy because most of us don't do that because we're so afraid of what other people are going to say or being left out that we put that burden on us when in actuality, 
all we just really need to do is just give people, you know, our flexibility, let them know um, what it is that we need. So I love the fact that you have a support system that supports you and Haley, you know, and that starts with really just being vocal and just saying what it is that you need, what you can, you know, and cannot do what's difficult and what's not. So kudos to you for doing that because, you know, a lot of my mom friends, they just try to do everything and be everything all the time. And I know there are a lot of moms out there that's really battling with that because they just feel as though that they need to be super mom, but super mom, but being a super mom is a part of, it's a, but also asking for help helps you to be a, a super mom, air quotes, if you will. Right. So kudos to you for that. So Haley, do you think that you have officially grabbed and understand what your purpose is? Or do you think you're still figuring it out? I'm still figuring it out, but my purpose is like, I'm not here to stand, I'm here to stand out. I'm not here to fit in. And so the world, a lot of people always tell me that and be a businesswoman, but I'm still grasping everything that was my purpose to be here and what I'm supposed to be doing on this world. I love that. I love that. That's awesome. Um, I wish more kids can have that same mindset, you know, because you said something really key that you're not trying to be like everybody else that you want to stand out and purpose makes us stand out. And I think a lot of grown folk (laughs) don't embrace their purpose because it sets them apart from everybody else. And most of us are trying to search for validation. And the way that we do that is by just going with the flow and being what we air quotes normal and like everybody else, right? Because they just want to fit in and be validated, if you will. So the fact that you already have the mindset (laughs) at a young age, um, that you're okay with standing out, I think that's amazing. And I say it's a lot to, you know, your parenting, Miss Grace. Kudos Thank to you. you. Give you a whole bunch of kudos in this conversation, girl. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and what age did you see the entrepreneurial drive in Haley? Like, what age did all this start? Well, as far as entrepreneurial, I believe she was 10. Around two and a half, eleven years old. Um, but I knew ever since she was like one, two years old that she was something special. She was gonna be a star. She was just gonna stand bright amongst, you know, her peers. Um, and it was always confirmed by other individuals that were just strangers that would just walk up to me and tell me she belongs on TV. Oh, this young lady is so special. And so um, it was like, okay, okay. And so when you get to a point of you continue to hear it all the time, mm-hmm. and so I began to just put her in everything that she would speak of that she wanted to do. Whatever her desire was, I made sure that I supported it. And so when she came to me and told me that, you know, she wanted to start her own business as far mm-hmm. as the lip gloss line, I was like, hmm okay, I'm willing to invest. However, you're going to have to show me that you're serious about it. And this is something that you really want to do because not only is this going to take a lot of time, this is going to take a lot of money. The money I can get back, but the time I cannot. So if this is something that you really want, show me. And that's what she did. She said, mom, take me to the beauty supply. And 
I found that I need to get these different things in order to make lip gloss. I said, okay. So I took her. She made different colors and she came to show them to me. And so I said, okay. So that's when I went and found a consultant and said, well, let's do it. Wow. And that's been our path ever since. That's awesome. So Haley, you what? Five years in the game? Are you 15 now? 14, 15? I'm 15. I am four years in the game. Yes. Yes, ma'am. About four years. That's awesome. So has there been any ideas that Haley has come to you about that she really didn't show any initiative <laughs> on? Yes. <laughs> um, and which was what, like softball, okay. soccer, things like that. And um, But I'm the type of parent, if you come to me and you say this is something that you want to do, um, you can't quit mid-season or you can't quit you know when it gets tough you know now once it's over and you decide you don't want to do it again then I'm good with that but I wouldn't have never allowed her to quit and so she had to see everything through mm -hmm. that's awesome you know that's a great way of teaching your child follow through and you know getting them used to successes and failures at an early age you know what I'm saying because a lot of right. kids when they get everything that they want, they don't necessarily know how to deal with rejection when they become an adult. So I think Haley is getting a really good um, uh, dose of that or learning that early, if you will, by being an entrepreneur. Because being an entrepreneur, uh, an entrepreneur is not easy. It's a tough road. So, but yeah. it seems like you've been handling it pretty good. So how's it been for you, Haley? Just being an it's entrepreneur overall. Being an entrepreneur also takes up a lot of time and time management. So that's been like the hardest thing for me is just keeping up and managing my time, being an entrepreneur and everything else I'm doing is like dealing with school, schoolwork, grades, and then after school activities. It's just, it's a lot to handle sometimes when you're managing, especially at a young age. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. But you're doing a great, it's from the outside looking in, you're doing a great job. And you already talked to us a little bit about um, the inspiration behind your cosmetics line. Talk to us about the inspiration behind your nonprofit and you authoring your first book, because I think the inspiration and the, the purpose behind it is also, I think, is probably what's keeping you determined and driven. And I think that's amazing as well. So let's talk about talk about that for a minute. My, my inspiration behind my book and also my nonprofit is my grandmother. Mm -hmm. and uh dealing with sickle cell because she passed from sickle cell and i seen the struggles that she went through but she had a, a good support team system me my mom my grandpa my whole family and some people don't have that so i just want to bring awareness to it because not a lot of people know what sickle cell is not a lot of people know who's affected by it and then a lot of black people don't know what it is and it affects the black community the most and so i just want to bring awareness to it or teach people what it is especially kids at my school or kids that I just hang around didn't know what it was. So that's why I came out with my nonprofit, Covered by the Blood Inc., just to bring awareness to it and then spread everything that, that knowledge that I know about it. And then my book is able to, it's our journey through me and my grandma's journey through sickle cell. It pretty much breaks down what sickle cell is also telling through a story that people that are kids, they be able to read the book and people that's just lack-minded of what sickle cell is. 
Mm-hmm. I think that's amazing. And you're absolutely right. It does affect the African-American community the most. And a lot of us don't even know about it. And to be completely honest, I've heard of sickle, I had heard of sickle cell when I met my husband, but I didn't really know what it was. I didn't really know anything about it. And he told me that he had sickle cell when we first started dating. And I just had the mindset of, okay, well, okay, that's, that's cool. You know, cause I was just naive about the, about the disease. And so we started dating, fell in love, got married. And so once we moved in, this, that's when it really kicked in when I started to really understand <laughs> what sickle cell is. And then that's when I started to do my research behind it you know, and I went and got tested to see if I had the trait, you know, because by him having a disease, if I had the trait, you know, it would determine whether or not our kids would have the disease and the trait. Like, it's a lot that goes into it. It's, I mean, it's a lot. And, you know, we go through, um, you know, his uh, crises together. So, you know, I'm learning his mess and things like that. So it's a big deal. It's a big deal. So having your your nonprofit is is amazing because we yes. do need to bring awareness to to the disease. We do. So, because I guess the grandmother was your mom, Miss Grace. Yes, and I have the trait. Mm. So I was educated from it seemed like day one of me being on Earth, <laughs> and my mom always, you know, drilled into me. You know, when you meet someone, first question, what is your name? What is your sickle cell status? And so she's never wanted me to bring a grandchild into the world that suffered the way she suffered. And so she was just always adamant about knowing, you know, the sickle cell status, me knowing the sickle cell status of anybody that I was, you know, dating. And so it's just been an education, you know, and seeing the struggles and understanding what a crisis is at a very young age um, and just being aware. And so Haley got an opportunity to experience that as well, being that her and her grandmother was so very close. And um, she just wanted to do something to help and assist because you, you feel helpless because really there's nothing you can do but sit there and watch you know, your loved one go through the pain. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, my husband was adamant about not bringing children into the world too, uh, because of the pain that he suffered throughout his life. So that's why I got checked and, you know, uh, to determine, you know, whether or not I had to trade or not. And I don't. So yeah, that's a, that's, that's a huge deal. So for all of you guys who listening listening you know i encourage you to just learn more information about it do you have a website for your nonprofit, haley that people can go to and learn more information yes Yes, ma'am www.coveredbytheblood.org so yeah so start with haley's um website that she just gave i'll also put it in the show notes to get educated on sickle cell because we should know we should definitely know our our status so on a lighter note, Haley, you got your own official day here in Houston, girl. <laughs> Tell us about that. Like, how did you get your own day in Houston? When I saw that, I was like, okay, hashtag Haley goes because. <laughs> well, um, actually, um, our mayor, Sylvester Turner, 
was um, he recognized all the stuff that I was doing in a community and he thought that I should have my own day. So on September 29th, which is my birthday, he signed that October 15th should be Haley A. Fields Day and at my launch party, he, my mom actually presented me with the award and I was just so surprised and shocked that I'm like, oh, I have my own day. He's, I'm like, oh. So <laughs> I was just so shocked and surprised because he didn't see that I was being, I was an actress, I was a model, and all the stuff I was doing in the community. He was just like, she's she's super young and she's already doing all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. That is amazing. Girl, you know my birthday is September 28th. That's why I love you. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I love you. We got that in common. Oh, that is amazing. Congratulations again, because you are doing some amazing things in this in this community that's going to literally impact the world. So what keeps you inspired to keep going? Because you're doing a lot and you were a sophomore in high school. Yes, right? ma'am. Let me let me make sure people understand that because I know she sounds really, really mature right now. But <laughs> Haley is only a sophomore in high school. So what's what's keeping you inspired? My mother, my grandmother, because uh, my mother first is because I see all the work and effort that she puts into me and also the work and effort that she does because she wants to be able to provide me with a better life. And I want to be able to do that to them for my um, kids someday. And then my grandmother, because she was my rock, she was my best friend. And that's seeing all the support that she had for me before she passed away. And I want to continue to make her happy, even in heaven. Oh, girl, don't make me cry. You're so amazing. <laughs> Miss Grace, how much for how much for Haley? Girl, how much you want for Haley? <laughs> I, I just... know. <laughs> Depends on the day of the week. You looking to have her. <laughs> I just I just love that. I love the fact, Haley, that you are thinking about your legacy now. Because a lot of us, we wait until our 30s to start thinking about the legacy that we're going to leave. So the fact that you're thinking about it now, I just think that is just so beyond amazing. How many times am I going to say amazing in this interview? <laughs> <laughs> I, think it's just, I think it's so beyond amazing. So, Miss Haley... You know, Haley is pretty young right now, right? And so I feel like our children are under attack, right? I mean, because they are dealing with so many things in this world. And Haley being an African, African-American young lady, you know, she's under attack as well, right? She has a lot of things that she faces out in the world. How do you help Haley to mentally and emotionally reset after dealing with harshness in the world when she comes home so she can stay true to who she is and continue to be inspired to continue to do everything that she's doing right now? Well, we talk, we talk a lot. Um, and not just at home, but you know, we have mother daughter dates mm-hmm. and we'll go out and have dinner and we dress up and we go somewhere really nice and we sit there and we, some days we talk about business. Some days we just talk about what's going on in each other's lives. And so, you know, because you'll be amazed at the questions that she has for me about my life. <laughs> and so, um, also, I thought it was very important for her to be in therapy. I'm a therapist. 
And so Haley has a therapist. Um, and I think in our community, we have the a misconception of what therapy is and who it's for. And I believe that everyone needs therapy. Everyone needs a therapist, go to counseling. And um, so she has a place where she's able to just feel free to talk about anything it is that's on her mind, on her heart, with no judgment, no bias. Um, even if it's something that she don't want to tell me, as close as we are, I still feel that, you know, there may be something that she might struggle with telling me. However, she still can get it out and get help, get uh, assistance with her therapist. And so she goes to therapy every other week. And um, so that's an outlet for her. And in the summer, our schedule gets a little packed um, with travel and um, her doing more events. And so therefore, you know, she don't get to go to therapy, you know, every other week like she normally does. However, she will tell me, mom, I have not went to therapy. I need to go see my therapist. <laughs> so I have to make sure I get her back on track and make that appointment because she she recognizes that, you know, she needs it too. It's her own outlet. It's her own safe place. And, um, and so that's just what I do with her. I just make sure that we have an open line of communication. And I also make sure that she have a safe place where she's able to, you know, um, get it off her chest, any and everything it is that may be bothering her. Oh, my goodness. For all you moms that's listening to this, I'm going to need you to just go ahead and rewind that whole last two or three minutes and really listen to what Miss Grace just said. I mean, because she has Haley in therapy. You're absolutely right. There is a stigma on therapy. I feel like it's getting a little better. Um, I feel like the stigma is slowly dissipating, but there's definitely a stigma on on therapy. And the fact that you have Haley in therapy just so she can express herself is amazing because we tend to think that only crazy people go to therapy and that something traumatic has to happen. I'm a 100% advocate for therapy as well. I'm a survivor of sexual abuse. So that's the reason why I went to therapy was to just heal from that. But people think that they have to go through something traumatic like that in order to go to therapy. And that's so far from, so far from the truth. I love the fact that you have, you know, daughter dates with Haley my mom didn't do that. Now she also had, you know, six kids that she was raising, you know, in the household. But to have that one-on-one -on -one time with my mom like that would have made a world of difference. And I love the fact that you allow her that space and opportunity to ask you questions because our kids are exposed to so much in this world, right? Way much more than what we were, you know, um, had access to and the fact that she can come to you and ask questions I think that's amazing as opposed to getting answers from somebody who probably don't mean her any good right you know I just think that's amazing I think that's amazing and the fact that she's like you know mom I need to go to therapy because it's been a while I think that's awesome too you know I saw an article not too long ago and i said i was going to talk about it and i'm glad you brought up therapy miss grace because i'm have to make sure i talk about it it's an article 
on um, Tina Knowles. She talked about how she put both Beyonce and Solange in therapy when they was younger. So there's no sister rivalry. When Beyonce started to to blow up, she put them in. She put them in therapy. So uh, they, you know, can uh, accept their own individual identities. And in the article, she talked about how people, you know downed her for doing that like why are you putting them girls you know why are you putting them girls in therapy ain't nothing wrong with those girls you know that type of thing and i mean we don't know beyonce and solange's business like that but we can only assume that they have a, a pretty decent sister sister relationship you know? right and who's to say that therapy wasn't um a big part of that so that's awesome that's really awesome um Haley, so give us a book recommendation that has inspired you or your business. Do you read a lot? I read during school, and but a book recommendation that I would do would be my book that I wrote, Haley and Gail Journey Through Sickle Cell, because it was a very it was like therapy for me. It was so I was able to grieve while writing my book hmm. because it was about me and my grandmother, and it was just reminding me of all the good times that we had and that we shared. So it was pretty much therapy for me. So that would be a book that pretty much keeps me going and inspires me throughout my whole time. That's awesome. That's really awesome. You know, I've coached women who still um, having a hard time writing their book because of whatever comments or ex negative experience that they had that has causing them a mindset block so for all you inspiring authors out there take a you know take a page from from Haley and go ahead and write your book because like you say that's a part of therapy just getting your just getting your words out because you never know who you who you were blessed you know by reading your words who you were impact so yeah I know you have a story and we need for you to go ahead and write that book. So what about you, Miss Grace? Do you have a, a favorite book that you would like to share with us? Ooh. <laughs> I don't really have a favorite book. Um, now, what I normally use, uh, like to read is kind of uh, maybe so inappropriate for Haley. I okay. like uh, romance, <laughs> romance novels. <laughs> um, and one of my favorite authors is Eric Jerome Dickey. Mm -hmm. And so, um, so I think she's ready for those type of books, mm -mm. but, <laughs> but they're, not just, they're not inspirational. They're just, you know, uh, entertainment. <laughs> hey, sometimes you need, you need an escape. And Eric, yes. Eric Jerome Dickey would definitely help you escape. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. You ladies are amazing. Thank you so much for having this conversation with me on today. Miss Grace, before you go, do you have any last parting words for parents and um, just giving them some advice on how to allow their children to just really own who they are? and live purposely so they can travel along their own personal self-awareness journey? My only advice would be is to listen. Just actively listen to the things that they're saying and be very visual because sometimes um, what they're saying is not coming out verbally. 
Mm. You know, it's coming out through actions. It's coming out through body language and just be aware. And, um, and when they do come to you and say, this is what I want to do, you know, try to be supportive in every way. Even if it's something that you don't necessarily, um, believe in or if it's something that you doesn't necessarily uh feel like they they are going to pursue you know 100 percent you know allow them that opportunity and um and then go from there because a lot of times these kids will definitely amaze you i think sometimes we reflect back on how we were as kids and not realizing that this generation of kids are way more ahead of us than where we were. And so they'll be amazed at what will come out of some of their kids if they would just listen and support it. Just Mm. support, support, support. Mm, thank you for that. You know, um, as a kid, I shared a little bit earlier, you know, I was sexually abused and it was by my stepfather. And one of the ways that, you know, I tried to act out to let somebody know that something was wrong was through my body language. I never smiled. I always frowned. You know, I always had a mean mug on my face because I felt as though that if I smile, then he would think that I was happy and I was okay with the abuse. This is what was going on in my mind. So I made sure to always have an attitude, a chip on my shoulder or whatever. So that is a good point to really listen and pay attention to your child. Because if there is a drastic um, change in their behavior, it doesn't have to be, you know, sexual abuse. It could be anything. They could be bullied at school. The teacher could have said something wrong to them. You know, Um, you just never know what it is. So really pay attention to your child, I think that is so pivotal. Um, you know, we get kind of comfortable sometimes these days, you know, with letting our kids be off on the, you know, on their phones or, you know, their tablets, iPads and stuff like that. And we really need to take that time to spend time with our children and really like pay attention. So that's, that's a good point. Thank you for that. Haley, what about you? You have any, um, final, uh, parting words? For us adults, uh, my hard words would be dream big because the bigger you dream, the bigger the reality. Ooh, okay, girl. Say that one more time. Dream big, and the bigger you dream, the bigger the reality. I love that. You guys are amazing. Miss Grace, keep doing the good work that you're doing because Haley is amazing. Haley, you, you keep going, girl, because you're doing your I thing. Thank you so much for today. Who said we can't learn from our children? Haley is such a beautiful, smart, and courageous young lady. I've been impressed and encouraged by her since the very first time I met her. And now having a conversation with her mom, I see why I'm so encouraged and impressed. Miss Grace is literally allowing her child to grow up in the way God intended her to. She's guiding her along her path, yes, but while making sure she's not losing herself, or her own identity. And I think a lot of moms battle with finding that balance in being a mom and being themselves. And it can be a struggle. But if you're willing to just embrace who you are and accept 
all aspects of yourself, the good, the bad, and the ugly, you don't have to work as hard. And the reason why is because your children are watching and learning from what you do, not just from what you say. And Ms. Grace was able to really articulate what it looks like within her relationship with Haley. So I pray that you were able to pick up some ideas of what you can do within your own relationship with your children. And since family is so important for creating you know, a, a solid foundation that we can stand on when pursuing our purpose, we're going to continue the conversation next week. We're going to talk about using self-awareness to become the best advocate for our children. But in the meantime, let me know what you think about my conversation with Haley and Miss Grace by tagging me across social media at Lakeisha Wooder. I'm sure Haley will love to hear your words of encouragement and how she was able to motivate you to chase your purpose. And if you feel you've lost your identity, then visit LakeishaWooder.com to get the help that you need because the world needs your gifts, your talents, and your skills. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to my podcast every single week. Please remember to leave a five-star rating, a comment, and share with everyone you know. Because family, as you know, I set a lofty goal to touch one million hearts within the next two years. And I can only do that with your help. So please remember to share and talk about living her truth. And family, I appreciate you. And until we speak next time, always remember that you are enough and your truth is beautiful. Beautiful.